Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Well, greetings and welcome to the Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. In the last episode, we talked a bit about artificial intelligence and things like chat GPT. Um, and in this episode, I basically want to continue that discussion but broaden it out a little bit to our longer-term investment themes. Um, and one of those is Fourth Industrial Revolution, which sort of is a is a, uh, an area that uh, focuses a lot, a theme that focuses a lot on AI, but honestly, AI sort of propagates across the bulk of our themes. Uh, so let's get into it. You know, the idea with developing long-term themes is to say, look, we want to look at how the world uh, may be changing over longer periods of time. Uh, and by doing that, you know, you, as, a, as long-term investors, right, we're trying to figure out uh, how to make investments uh, that are long-term in nature and where we think we can uh, help clients create value as a result of the sort of framing and awareness and belief and judgment about uh, these mega trends and where things are headed. So it, it's, it's an interesting way of connecting our investments to the world, right? We're looking for patterns in the world that ultimately translate back to economic activity driven by corporate activity that includes uh, how people invest uh, in the, those, that corporate activity basically to create value. So let's jump into it. There are five mega uh, themes, so five mega trends or, or long-term themes. The first being that idea of the fourth industrial revolution. It It's where uh, the concept of the, the idea that technological innovation is breaking down the boundaries between the physical, digital, and biological worlds. And so, you know, what's interesting to me about that is when it comes to artificial intelligence, which is almost by definition what that is, right? The idea of intelligence being artificial, uh, that AI basically learns on data. And the reason it's one of the reasons it's able to kind of take off here is an explosion of data. So, for example, uh, there are two and a half billion gigabytes of data are created each day. Another one that's interesting is Google processes 99,000 searches every second on average and and even the searches themselves what people are looking for that's data as well and people use that to check trends and things like that another sort of important focus is the idea that computing is getting more powerful and there's this sort of leap that the companies are trying to go for to to get uh, to a point of having a commercially viable quantum computer and this is the idea of using sort of molecular down to very low level um, kind of uh, matter uh, to do the calculations. Um, to give you a scale, the, the, the quantum computer that's doing this testing, and again, they're not really com commercially viable yet, uh, has been able in 200 seconds to take, or I'm sorry, to solve a problem that would take the current fastest computer in the world that's not quantum 10,000 years to compute. So we're, we're sort of, again, always looking and companies are pushing uh, to improve speed and productivity uh, so you've got this sort of explosion of data, the availability of AI, and then the uh, ever-increasing uh, sort of power of the computer driving a lot of this. Anyway, the next theme is st securing strategic resources. This captures the idea that companies and governments are prioritizing the development and the protection of critical industries, resources, and services. Uh, things that come to mind most notably would be energy, or food and water. Um, you take food and water, for example, um, 
essentially we're going to need to feed another two, almost 2 billion people by 2050. Uh, and by doing that, we're going to increase the water consumption from agriculture by almost 20%. So the the whole idea is okay as we're growing as a population we're we're basically drawing on those resources and um and so what we're going to see are businesses um and regulation honestly that is sort of tuning how we're doing that how we'd be able to do that obviously with the idea of protecting those resources. Next up is shifting demographics. This is sort of recognizing that the shape of the population is changing through time. That creates some challenges. It creates some opportunities. So, for example, think about people's uh, lifespan. By 2050, um, one and a half billion people will be 65 or older. And from today to 2050, the number of people over 80 will triple. So there's this demographic where the population is aging. I think people uh, that are older are going to stay engaged. But also it probably puts a little bit of pressure on, um, on basically medical care, for example. So we, we're focused in on innovation and medical care, recognizing that an older population is going to need it. In any event, um, moving on, the next uh, uh, theme is what we call the new consumer. This is the idea of, of tracking how consumer preferences, their expectations, and their behavior might be altering business models and corporate strategies and so, you know, we know, for example, that there's all kinds of effort with AI and other things uh, in, in motion to make shopping a bit more customized where uh, people are able to sort of view things they might want to buy uh, in a manner that is sort of relevant to them. Um, and also the idea of contactless uh, interaction. So I, I was at the airport this week, actually, and I, I was buying a, a little snack and I walk up to the register and there's a line of like 10 people. And then I look to my right and there's basically a self-checkout station that's just not being used. So I walk up and I swipe the thing and throw my card in and, hey, I'm done. It, it, it was really striking and interesting and simple, but an interesting and good example of how uh, my pattern's changing. I'm comfortable going out and self-checking out on my own. Uh, again, we're seeing that more and more. Anyway, the last theme that I'll mention is productive competition. This is the idea that rivalry and, and competition between companies and could be between countries uh, is driving innovation, basically. And, and so, you know, there's a focus on that. You want to do a better job. You want to kind of beat your competition. And so everybody's working hard to do that. And, um, and you know, that's never more evident in my view than the, the competition going on between the U.S. and China, basically an epic battle so who's going to dominate in the longer term here, the world's economy? Where, where's the anchor of the focus going to be on the global economy? And so the U.S. and China are very focused on that. And it, and it manifests itself, right? Look at the idea of producing semiconductors. Both countries are actually supporting that part of uh, the industry uh, to try to dominate who, who's doing that. And, you know, it ties back to things like the Fourth Industrial Revolution, or the new consumer, you know, we essentially we're just using computing uh, and we need those semiconductors for computing uh, to drive change. Anyway, listen, I want, that's what I wanted to get into this in this episode. Um, you know, the idea that we've talked about AI, it's really, it's out there. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll spend a lot more time on it, but it, it is something we've been thinking about working on 
and assessing for quite a long time because we do develop these long-term investment themes. So thanks so much for listening to this uh, episode, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.